It's the odd, odd, odd to Newfoundland. Ghostly greetings from your host, Jonathan. 31 days of Halloween. <laughs> You know, you'll look around this Halloween, folks, and you're going to see little kids dressed up as their favorite superheroes. And some of them are probably video game characters. You might see Super Mario. You might see Sonic the Hedgehog. You're going to see them all. Definitely going to see some Pikachus. That's every year. But here's the thing. Not every single video game has a happy story. So submit it for the approval of 31 Days of Halloween. <laughs> Here are some heartbreaking stories to remind you that, unlike video games, you can't just hit continue in real life. Berserk is one of the earliest known examples of a possible link between a video game and an actual death. As reported by multiple news outlets at the time, 18-year-old Peter Bukowski landed a couple of high scores on a Berserk arcade cabinet before collapsing from a heart attack in April. Bukowski was later pronounced dead at a local hospital, Though Deputy Coroner Mark Allen admitted stress from playing the game could have caused a heart attack, he also noticed the presence of scar tissue on Bukowski's heart, indicating he'd suffered from a previously undiagnosed heart condition as well. Now, in October 1982, article in Video Games Magazine cited studies trying and tying psychological reactions to video game stress that went back as far as 77, using Pong as a stressor. <laughs> I mean, I can see Pong being stressful, I guess. Kinda. Yeah, that's like the most unstressful game ever, dude. I don't know. <laughs> it remains unclear whether the stress of playing Berserk led to Bukowski's untimely death or one of the triggers, such as a four-mile trek through the snow just before the incident or to blame. <laughs> yeah, I think it is. Oh, my. Hate to bring up suicide this time of year, but it is part of scary, scary stuff. And EverQuest unfortunately has one tied to it. The MMORPG EverQuest called Evercrack or Never Rest by dedicated fans has gained a reputation for its allegedly addictive nature, even catalyzing the formation of support groups for people whose relationships have suffered due to their partner's obsession with this game. Some players have reported that the social interactions, character upgrade options, and sense of community can make it very difficult to log off. Sean Woolley took his EverQuest passion to the extreme in 2002, quitting his job to play full-time. After he ignored a Thanksgiving invitation from his family, his mother found Wooly dead in front of his computer with a self-inflicted gun wound, with EverQuest still running. Wooly took his own life for unknown reasons, but his mother speculated that it may have been related to a trouble in-game relationship. What he sees as EverQuest's addictive qualities, former Sony Online CEO John Smedley expressed his condolences but denied the connection. Of course, if you or anyone is out there having suicidal, suicidal thoughts, guys, please call the National Suicide Prevention Hotline, 1-800-273-TALK. And uh, that's, that goes without saying. I know that's not part of the article, but I thought I'd throw it in there. I don't like talking about suicide and creepy stuff like that unless, you know, <laughs> you have the option there. Oh, boy. Murder over a drop in The Legend of Mirror 3. High-level drops take a lot of time and energy to acquire. And thanks to the secondary market that many MMORPGs have developed, they may have a real-world dollar amount attached to them which is very true. When two players of Legend of Mirror 3 argued over ownership of an in-game item, there were real-world consequences for both parties. They acquired a high-level sword in Legend, this game, Legend of Mirror 3, and then loaned that item to Zoo Kayun. Before Q could get the sword back, Zoo sold it for a third party for $871. Unable to retrieve the object, Q demanded the money Zoo had made for the sale. Receiving neither, Q involved the police who told him that virtual items do not have the same protection real objects do in Chinese law. Upset, 
He broke into Zhu's house while he was sleeping. Before Zhu could respond, Q stabbed Zhu in the chest, hitting his heart, puncturing along. Zhu died immediately. Q was sentenced to death by Shanghai Shanghai Number no. Two Intermediate People's Court. Later commuted to life in prison. He's up for parole in 2020, and probably going to log on to Farmville as soon as he gets out. Let's just be honest. Speaking of Farmville, murder! The popular Facebook game Farmville became a local focal point of a tragic 2010 case of homicide involving a troubled young mother and her three-month-old son. Alexandra Tobias, 21 at the time of the incident, was playing the social farming game with her son. Then he started crying. Tobias confessed that to try and quiet the baby, she took him at least three times. One of those times occurred while she was on the computer playing Farmville, and she said she may have knocked the baby's head against the computer... After the baby became unresponsive, she called the father and then the paramedics. The baby was taken to the hospital with a broken leg and head trauma. The next day, the child was pronounced dead from abusive head trauma. The trial revealed that Tobias had a tumultuous relationship with the baby's father. At one point, things got so intense that both were booked for domestic violence a few weeks before the incident. Tobias also had a traumatic past, having found her mother dead in 2008. Despite these circumstances, the judge gave her a maximum sentence allowed by for a plea of 50 years. Like, who hurts a baby while playing Farmville? You really are a monster, man. 100%. Cheapers. All right. I, I, I've I got to talk about World of Warcraft. Because this is actually a big thing. <laughs> like, World of Warcraft's been around for a long, long time, guys. And, you know, this MMORPG have a reputation for attracting individuals with addictive or compulsive behaviors. The cycle of loot drops, grinds, and social element of these games builds a compelling case to keep on playing indefinitely. Like, this is the kind of game you pick up it's hard to put down. Usually this is no more than a matter of lost sleep before workday, though. Unfortunately, it can also have deadly consequences. Take Rebecca Colleen Christie, who played a marathon 15-hour session of WoW. In another room, her dehydrated and undernourished daughter Brandy starved to death. The girl's father, Brian Wolf, had been away for nine days, although a later investigator revealed aware his wife's inability to take care of their daughter. My God. So... You know, you want to hear about something really crazy and scary. Something as simple as a video game can just suck you in. And you're, like, you're literally letting your children starve? Good God, that's so dark. Of course, this time of year is all about things that are dark and strange and weird and wonderful. 31 Days of Halloween rolls on, folks. See you tomorrow. <laughs>